All right, we're back. Episode 41, uh, same shit, different week, except this week. What the fuck's going to happen? I have no idea, but I sure as hell got two guys on here that have opinions, and uh, we got models, and we got thoughts, and we're going we're gonna to give our thoughts, and you're either going to really like them or you're going to think we're three dumb motherfuckers. So uh, we got Zach from Highline Betting on this week. Uh, can't have you on more can't have you on enough how you doing this week buddy oh, i'm doing great man thanks for having me again and uh looking forward to the race this weekend hopefully everything goes smoothly it's uh yeah. it might be a little crazy <laughs> yeah we'll see about that uh so you just dropped your discord uh tell us a little bit about that and what what we can expect uh going forward because i don't want to lose sight we're going to be talking chicago and shenanigans and i don't want to lose sight kind of give us a little rundown of what we got with highline coming up yeah I, I just wanted to be able to share stuff more than just on twitter so with the discord it lets me uh let people actually download the files so if you want the lap by lap practice data the loop data the restart data pit stop the non-loop data uh i, I did dfs projections last week they uh they were pretty good. I finished first, second, and fourth in the mini max. Now I did do 150 entries, but uh, it sucked to split it with 25 other people. But it was the first time I played DFS in a long time, a couple years. So we'll try hey, that again this week. You got the itch back, baby. That sucks for you. <laughs> or it could be really good. It could be really good. All right, Rory. Uh, we're going to Chicago this week. We just wrapped up Nashville. How are we doing tonight, kid? I think uh, this week could be a, one of those Daytona, Talladega, Atlanta-type DFS weeks, you know, where you could just have a crazy-ass lineup that you wouldn't even expect to hit on a normal road course, and it has that opportunity here. I mean, I don't, I haven't been playing a whole lot of DFS this year, but I still I enjoy it whenever I do. I don't know if I will this week. I'll probably be pretty light the whole whole entire time this weekend just hope to hit hit some stuff get out of it alive and not lose any damn money yeah uh been on a couple recorded a couple shows before this and it seems like the the consensus is that this is going to be a absolute shit show we got seven 90 degree turns and all I can picture right now is turn one at Coda and turn one at Indy Road, and we got seven of them. So uh, I know that when we got restarts in the start of the race, it's it's a lot more chaotic than it is when the cars get strung out. But uh, not a lot of places to hide here. Nowhere to run off. Uh, the, the, there's a couple spots in this course where it goes four lanes, two lanes real quick. Um, and we'll talk about it in a little bit, but no safer barriers and uh, these guys are going to be stomping on that brake pedal. That's for damn sure. So I think it's going to be an interesting conversation how much how much we, we have pending. I only have one bet pending. We'll talk about it later. Um, and there's also a chance of rain. I so. have an interesting Jesus. question for y'all. 
What up, dog? Will we see brake problems like we've seen at Gateway mm. here? Mm, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Because they're what's, gonna be using the shit out of that, Zach. What do you think? What, what's the heat? What's the weather supposed to be like on Sunday? Like temperature? Well, it's seventy percent chance of rain. Let me pull it up. I've been oh. up in Chicago. It's a high of seventy-one, low of sixty-three. I've been up oh, yeah. in Chicago for the last two weeks, and it's been nothing but eighty-five and sunny. I was getting ready to. I knew you said that, so I was expecting eighty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so was sun. I. Fuck. Okay. If it's that cool, I wouldn't worry worry about it then. Yeah. If it was like going to be a hot day, I, I would worry about it. Yeah. Well, um, it's going to be it's going to be something. And from a gambler's perspective, uh, I'm the last thing that I want to happen is us to be sitting on our couches, drinking beer, watching this race on Sunday night. And we send in the group chat. Fuck. I can't believe we bet actual dollars on this shit. Like, that's the last thing I want to happen. But we're gamblers, right? Like we host a gambling podcast and we love to gamble on NASCAR. That's what makes watching NASCAR so much fun for me is to bet. So obviously absolutely we'll have some tickets this week. So uh, before we lose sight, let's go back to Nashville last week. Ross Chastain, boy, did he have a good car? I thought Truex had the best car, uh, but Chastain who we have not seen run very well over the last six weeks, excuse me, the last six, eight weeks. Um, just not the performance that we've seen, you know, towards the end of last year uh, and then some of the mile and a half this year. Um, how, Zach, how did you do? Did we make money? You hit a little DFS action. You had to split it. Yeah. Uh, what about the betting day at Nashville? I, I did not have a good betting day, and it's my own fault for not trusting my model. Uh, I had Hamlin, Truex, or Hamlin, Chastain, Truex as my top three pre-practice. After practice, it was the same, and uh, I didn't bet any of them for some reason, so that's my own dumb fault. Um, I did base projections, my DFS projections off that, and uh, did 150 lineups, and that worked very well. Um also, something I did last week was uh, on my rankings that I post in the Discord, there's also a speed number. So any number, and not just their rank, but the actual number that the rank is based off of is what you want to look at. Anyone that was more than four higher than that, there was four of them, and I went three to four on those head-to-heads. Uh, the only one that lost was Reddick, and he lost the tire. Damn. So are you, you're incorporating the models into the DFS? Is that something that we're going to expect uh, you to dive into or, or are you just kind of feeling it out right now? Uh, right now I'm just feeling it out, trying to get uh, reacclimated. But uh, I mean, it worked really well last week and I, I posted the projections. So if anyone used them in the discord, they probably had a good week also. Absolutely. All right, Roars. What'd you think about Nashville? I thought it was a great race, by the way. I thought oh, yeah. that, that the, you know, even the ending we did, was Truex going to run him down? Was lap traffic going to be a problem? We saw, I think, 21 lead changes among 12 drivers. Uh, clear, obviously not all under green, but I uh, thought we saw some passing. We saw Kyle Busch from, come from the back. We saw Suarez come from the back. I thought, hey, I thought Nashville put on a pretty damn good show. So, Rory, what'd you think of the race and uh, how was the betting card? Thought it, I thought it was one of the best races we've seen this year. I mean, Damn. I was 
I was glued in. I was pretty, pretty intrigued on what I was seeing, even though I was losing money. I mean, it, it still was a good, good race. Um, I had taken true X and was hoping for a miracle, but I, I feel like Ross was just doing what he needed to do it, do to stay out front and not blow a tire. I mean, I know Truex bitching about dirty air, this and that and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't see where you really had a problem passing if you had a fast enough car. And I don't think Truex was as fast as Ross was second half of that race. I think Truex in clean air was the best car. But when he did get back in traffic, uh, he he didn't seem to have it. And yeah, by the way, I, I'm not going to say don't listen to Truex's comments, but I, I, I disagree. I, I think, I mean, we saw, I just named two guys, Kyle Busch and Daniel Suarez, both hard charged from the back past a bunch of cars. Um, and now, now, I mean, maybe if your car handled well on the bottom and the top, like Ross looked like he was, he could kind of take away Truex's better line. Mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say Truex wasn't good on the bottom of the racetrack. But it just – Ross took that race over. I mean, he ran them down towards the end, end of stage two, and he he knew what the hell he was doing, especially if they got a long green flag run. He kind of paced it starting out, and the other two kind of burned up their shit, and Ross made the passes. I mean, mm-hmm. at, that's the way I look at it. I mean, even Harvick had a fucking rocket ship. I, I would have liked yeah. to have seen how that would have played out. I mean, that was, that really sucked too. Him getting a flat like two or three laps before they're supposed to make scheduled pit stops anyway. I mean, what the hell? Uh, One thing I want to talk about is I was listening to that, uh, the money lap, that's Parker and Landon Castle. And they said, we're talking about how Ross is so good at aero blocking. (laughs) And like, he can just change his line in the middle of the corner without losing speed dude he did it like yeah, that was I mean. evident yeah. yeah like he so, did like, do that i know truex is like blaming the air and say he can't pass but maybe maybe ross is just better at blocking air than other people <laughs> dude uh, the the it was harvick and somebody at vegas a few years ago it was in the gen six car and harvick was like so much faster than him with like the last 40 laps and it was just all dirty air and it's like there's guys that can pass in dirty air when there's shittiness, and there's guys that can't pass. For example, Ryan Blaney, worst dirty air passer in the history of NASCAR. And then you got guys like Kyle Busch, like Denny Hamlin, even, I mean, Ross Chastain on the flip side of it can <laughs> is the best aero blocker. Let's give him an award. He's the hard charger, he's the chrome horn, and he's the uh, – the arrow blocker award for Ross Chastain, but yeah, first career pole. Where the fuck did that come from? We, we come on these podcasts and talk about how ass he is at qualifying every week and uh, comes out there and sits on the pole. He must've had an absolute rocket, which obviously he did. He won the race. So yeah, I, uh, I feel you on the Harvick Rory. I had him top 10 for a substantial amount and that sucks because he had a top five car easily. I grabbed thirty three to one live. Yeah, I had twenty eight to one live heavy. Damn! Like ten laps later, flat tire. I sent a message in. I was like, uh, somebody was saying something. I was like, Harvick, (laughs) like he's coming. (laughs) It's 
it's it's there and then so, it's not yeah zach i want to so rory's big thing is is like live betting like he he always seems to find uh some really really good numbers on some fast guys and and i know uh you also look at at live lap times loop data non-loop data which is my favorite term of yours um walk us through like what you're looking at the first 40 to 50 laps you know depending what track we're at say nashville you know the first 30 40 50 laps of a run what are you looking at and and what are you looking to bet you know are you are you looking to bet guys after the stage maybe the stuff field position flips or you know what are you looking at because you hit blaney at charlotte at a just basically his opening number like 40, yeah. 30 or 40 laps into the race yeah i mean i'm looking and basically in the top 10 i i, I probably wouldn't live bet someone outside the top 10 unless it's like you know someone just had a speeding penalty or, or you know something minor happened they got moved to the back there's still a lot of laps left okay then but otherwise, I'm kind of focusing on guys in the top 10 and also guys that are, you know, you got to be within striking distance. If someone's 13 seconds behind, but they're running the fastest lap, I don't I don't care. You're, you're 13 seconds behind. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm trying to figure out, OK. If, if we get a late caution, who's the fastest on a, on a, on a quick run? Who, who, you know, usually it's Byron. Honestly, he, he has the best pit crew. So if we get a late caution, you got to have some Byron probably. Yeah. Uh, that I'm trying to figure out. Okay, if we get a 20 to 50 lap run, or 20 to 40 almost, who, who's the best guy there? And then who's the best guy after 40? But then you you also got to just feel how the race is going. Does it even matter if they're fast after 40 laps because they're pitting on lap 45? So then you're like does the last 10 laps even matter of that run? Um, I'm just constantly paying attention and trying to, you know, figure out each scenario who's winning and get a little piece. William Byron is still leading the cup series in total speed ranking. I mean, the amount of first and second and third place total speed ranking that he's had this year is absurd. I mean, Vegas, Phoenix, Richmond, Dega, Dover, Darlington, Charlotte, Gateway, Nashville, all inside the top five total speed ranking. Um, and I know you've you've hit him a few times. Uh I don't want to give I don't want to talk about him just yet at Chicago, but let's 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 pivot to Chicago here. Um Rory, I want your unfiltered oh, he's busy over there. Now he's back. Rory, I want your unfiltered your let it loose have at it prediction your thoughts you know what do you think what's transpired we finally got some videos out this week from old bob pockris we got pictures we we can start to lay our eyes on this track uh what what do you what do we think 900 security guards shit <laughs> when i seen that and then <laughs> and then you talking about the no safer barriers i had to light a shot up <laughs> on that one it's like well yeah no shit we can't afford safer barriers <laughs> you know when we got to pay 900 security guards so nobody gets fucking killed at the at the road course race and that's all you see from this race is man got mugged and shot <laughs> At the, at the first annual Chicago street race. But hey, they got brand new streets now, though. <laughs> I, uh, by the way, 
I was down in downtown Chicago last weekend and I got to lay my eyes on the, on the track. It is definitely narrow, but it is in a pretty decent part of downtown. I mean, there's a big park. It's a very big touristy area. I mean, I, I think that the whole narrative is, is a little blown out of proportion, but Adam Stern tweeted it. Don't come for our heads. Okay. Adam Stern fucking tweeted it. 900 security guards. So I don't know what we have at like Dega or Daytona. I mean, what's the number? What's the comparative number? I have no idea, but I just, I thought that was, I got to kick I really would did. have to say him putting that out there would have to believe that we're talking about probably maybe Gateway where that's located at, maybe having quite a few. But I think this draws more because it's in the actual, like, you got people located in different areas of the, you know, town of Chicago and... I just, I was amazed when I seen that. I was like, how much does that fucking cost? I mean, what are we talking about here? Like, really, even if, even if you're talking 300 a head, uh, it's gotta be more than it's that. It's gotta be thousand a head. Yeah. Or something more, but stupid. yeah, I see. What I mean, you're... I'm just trying to come up with some kind of number that gets us, gets us rolling here. And that's, I don't know. That's pretty, pretty damn wild. So, Zach, you may have a better answer than this. I guess, so there's, I don't want to call them long straights. It's not like that one at Coda, but they're going to be hitting the gas full speed for a while, and they're going to be stomping the brakes, making these 90-degree turns. Is the track too narrow for safer barriers? Like, is it, if cutting off six feet on it, or three feet on each side, four feet on each side of the track, is that really an issue? Are they not worried about it? Um, I mean, I think I saw some tire walls at the end of some of the straights just in case, you know, throttle sticks, brakes don't work, et cetera. But you got any thoughts on track yeah. layout, safer barriers, anything well, like that? Even that one, like, like the front straightaway, it's also like another straightaway meeting. So there's not like, there's like an S. So like if someone wrecks big there, like what's the potential that they can go through? two of those walls and come out on the other side. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's just, and I, they said it's narrow, but I'm sure they don't have a system to take a safer barrier around a street course. Sure. Like I, they, they just don't, they don't care. Well, I mean, I watched, did any of y'all watch Busher's lap? That's, that's mostly all I've seen so far. I watched like an racing lap and there it is. It is tight in some Dude. places. It is fast and it is, all concrete walls or i mean we when i in pittsburgh we call those jersey barriers uh, i don't know <laughs> if that's the same thing anywhere else but those uh i, I just hope no one gets hurt that's where i'm at yeah oof man there's there's you know they made some changes uh to the next gen car but yeah but yeah, they don't have those yet Right, they don't. They're they're optional right now. They're mandatory yeah. starting next week in Atlanta. They're optional right now. Which imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're. Fucking I, I funny. was laughing at the food price, but well, not the food. I seen the beer price. Bush lights, to, dude. What the ten dollars a bush light? Get the fuck out of here. Sixty three dollars for a six pack of bush light. Like yeah, they better that's... be fucking twenty five ounce. Fuck it, forty ounce monsters. <laughs> At least tall boys, shit. <laughs> like, 
I, I don't understand how they like. Uh, I just hope this doesn't work, so we can be done with it. And not have it anymore. Yeah. Well, next next go around, we'll be talking about New York City or well, some yeah, shit. Yeah. If know. it works, it, it's coming back. You know. I can just I see mean, it if now. It does it's gonna work, be a fucking though, photo if it finish. Happened dude. To work, if it happened to work, and it doesn't turn into a shit show, then okay. If you're gonna replace one of the other road courses with this, then you know whatever. But I I really enjoy I kind of enjoy Road America, and I like to see them out there with the new pavement versus that worn, really worn out ass track that kind of spread everybody out. I think this is one of those instances where the repave is actually going to help the racing, especially in Cup at Road America. I mean, Indy, they put on a hell of a show at Road America. I mean, I, I think that's one of their best tracks. How about this thought? Um, if the street race works in Chicago, we need uh, a presence in the early part of the calendar in Southern California. Streets of Long Beach, man. Whoa. Yeah. Hell like, yeah. Th- that's like, I would much rather have that than like New York City or another big city. I'd, I'd rather have like a cool, you know, or go to Australia and do it there on the streets. Dude, this international thing is picking up some serious steam. I mean, there's article after article after Jeff Gordon's here and Ben Kennedy's there. And there's just there's a lot of momentum for this international thing. And I I think I mean, even three years ago during covid, they scanned the Chicago street course. And here we are in 23 and we got a fucking street course on our hands this week. I guarantee you we're going international racing in the next three to four years. Absolutely. But I can definitely see them going back to Canada. Well, like, we should be Montreal, in man. Yeah. Montreal is awesome. We yeah. should be in Canada. I used to love the Xfinity races up there, dude. They were lit. And the place yeah. is, isn't that place like super gigantic too? Yeah, it's just like an island. I think in the yeah. middle, like so you're not in the city, you're out on an island. So kind of like Detroit used to have, but now they're in the city for IndyCar. Yeah. I know. I don't like that as yeah. much as the old Detroit. dude. Hold on. I watched Detroit IndyCar race. Those boys were slipping and sliding. I thought it was oh, pretty it, entertaining. It was, yeah. but I like the old. I'm like him. I like yeah. the old old okay. course better. Okay. Yeah. You couldn't have liked that stupid pit road. Half no, the entrance was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. So I want to talk about the passing here. So, okay. Let's say that there's no chaos. But just fantasy land here. No chaos. They they We get... You know, single filed out, first turner, first corner, uh, first lap or so. Like, do you, you guys aren't actually thinking we're going to have passing, right? Like, do you think that one guy's going to be able to outbreak the other one and then get on the gas that much quicker to go make the pass? With I think that's what's going to create the chaos. See that? Okay. I, yeah, like if if you get inside of someone on those corners and they don't yield Let out. Yeah, if they don't yield, so like. You know, in the Xfinity series, here's my <laughs> my theory on this weekend is the Xfinity is definitely going to be a shit show. Let's go. <laughs> um, the cup, we might have a chance. Uh, and the, my theory in cup is someone's going to hit it and then just dominate and be gone. Yeah, because no one no one's going to. Well, maybe in the first stage, if someone that's in second or third's coming like a rocket, you know, maybe they could yield for the lead. But anything after like the second stage starts, uh, no one's laying over 
when the yeah. second place guy throws it in deep. And I watched the iRacing thing too. And it goes from, there's one part, I don't remember which corner, but it goes really wide where they can really stretch out until too, too wide. And if you're not too wide, both cars on the outside are just going to get sandwiched or the car in the middle is going to get sandwiched and the guys on the outside are going to hit the wall. And you better be lifting or, or, or else like it's possible to have two cars like side by side. There's definitely enough room, but going racing at that speed, trying to fit two cars and one guy slips up two feet this way and now one foot. And now it's it's just calamity. And but then you I, got a big ass pile up too, because well, you yeah. probably have cars right behind them. So then they're they're going to be cr- crashing into them, and it, it's there goes caution. And then <laughs> like there's nowhere to go because Zero. there's no room. Zero. You're gonna like I know when IndyCar does street racing, I remember like the ones they have right after the Indy 500 are always a disaster because there's like 26, 28 cars on a street track. And we're going to do 36. Uh, I don't, it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I think the Xfinity cars might actually put on a damn good show. I mean, I, I'm okay. Like, I I think I've already made my mind up that calamity is happening. And I think I've already like, I I think I'm okay with it, which sucks as a gambler. You guys know this, but it's, it fucking sucks. Cause like, how often go ahead. Calamity can lead to like getting some crazy odds on someone live. That's true. Like or last some underdogs. Week, last Saturday, we got Hemrick live, like plus uh, ten thousand, mm-hmm. when he was in Even. he was in fourth place because yeah. they don't pay attention. He actually had a really good car too in practice. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's when AJ went to the back. So you thought maybe he had a chance, but mm-hmm. thought Chandler Smith at one time, and then his car just like. Went Dude, away. it died. It What's just, there? it just like he was happy with the car, and then all of a sudden he was just bitching up a storm about how bad it was. And I'm like, you just had the best car 15 laps ago. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, uh, by the way, Rory, you don't actually have to pay me the 50 bucks, but I am going to keep bringing it up that you owe me 50 bucks because it's all good. I had Dinger and be glad he smacked there. the wall and knocked that right <laughs> side. Okay, cool. Oh, like Give him a little. <laughs> Give him a little, little extra downforce back there. Nah, he had a good car. I'm just, I'm just talking shit. But I do think that made his car even that much. He was like three and four tenths a second faster at cert, certain points of that race. And even at the end, even the green white checkered. I mean, he won the race by like half a straightaway, which is, I mean, I know they were racing behind. That's because Riley Herbst is a fucking idiot. He had, I would have fucked on that restart too, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that was terrible. Yeah, on that Whatever. restart, we had three of the. I had, and anyone that followed me had uh, three of the top four. Because we I had, had Mayor. Mayor had gotten back up there. I was hoping for one more caution. I was yeah, like, we, I had like AJ was you know a little win. Riley Hurst would have been a nice win, and Hamrick would have been. I probably wouldn't have talked to him for like two <laughs> or three weeks. It was crazy numbers. Yeah, dude, the Xfinity series. So, okay, so let's talk about this. So, I'm pulling. I just pulled up the Xfinity outright board, and uh, Custer's the favorite. Which I guess they're just sucking off Portland. Um, All guy. He's at four and a half to one. All guy six to one. Which he's been very fast this year. Um, Creed. 
is I think he's also at 61. I think that's a very misleading number. Like, yeah, he led a bunch of laps at Portland, but at one point he had five cars behind him that were faster than they just couldn't pass him, which that could be an indication of what could happen this week at Chicago. Like you guys remember when Creed was leading all those laps at Portland and like eventually John Hunter moved them at the end of the stage, but there was five cars within a car length trying to get around him and he just kept slipping and sliding. And anyway, I think that's a misleading number, but John Hunter 10 to one. I mean, am I missing something here? Why, 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 why do we have the 20 car double digit number? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a lot for him. Um, with the Xfinity, I don't, I haven't bet anything on that yet. And I just, I think it's going to be a complete shit show. I'm just going to wait. So, okay. But what about like Jeremy Clements, 65 to one or Sage Karam, 70. I think you'll see better live. Okay. I yeah, I just thought I don't see. I wouldn't bet uh, Sage Karam. He missed the race last I mean, week. I, yeah, he did. I'm just saying, like, I can see. For money. I uh, can see a good portion of the Xfinity stand halfway clean until once they get closer to checkers. That's when Xfinity usually gets like tilt. I mean, I know last week was good. God, that was freaking crazy. But I can. I can see this making it at least through the first stage or so, and then they're going to really get get stupid the closer they get to the end. I mean, I what about – go ahead, Jack. I think Barry has a good number. I haven't bet it. Um, I think it was like 25 to 1. Yeah, um, 22 on Barstool. He, yeah. he probably would be because he has the patience. Yeah, like just to, survive. Yeah, yeah, get back. He's a veteran. Next thing you know, next thing you know, he's running fifth or sixth. Let's say the leaders are somewhat um, close to each other. They bring out the caution, or caution comes out. Leaders wipe each other out. We got another caution, and then the next thing you know, Barry's almost on the front row or on the front row on a restart and takes it home. I mean, I can see that. What do you think about Marks? I was just about to bring that up. He was at like 25 opening number and then 22. And now I'm seeing him at 16, which I think is quite ridiculous. But yeah. also at the same time, he has won an Xfinity race on a road course. It was in the rain, torrential downpour. It might have been up in Canada. Might have I been. think he won at Road America. Oh, yeah, it was Road America. Mid-Ohio. No, no, no. Was it be one of those two. I don't think it was Canada. Plans mid Ohio. Regardless, yeah, he won a rain, a, a crazy rain race. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know, I'm out on Justin Marks. Yeah, he, he, I, would you say he opened at twenty five? Yeah, I saw a twenty five yeah. ticket. I wouldn't even take him at that. I don't. Th- I was thinking like forty. Or I mean, it's hard to 50. take a guy that <laughs> runs a race randomly here and there at some damn twenty five to one. I yeah, mean, and it's it's just because they couldn't get a cup guy to put in there. And Indy, Indy somewhere else, uh, GT somewhere else. Like they couldn't get anyone else. No Jordan Taylor, no Indy guys. Good so, point. Good point. I mean, how much invested is in that car this week? I love talking about what kind of car that they're going to bring. Like what kind of funding, what what teams preparing it, shit like that. Especially when you have these. Well, really, only when you have these one-off kind of guys. Um, that is a great explanation and a great point. Like, I, I don't know how much is invested in this. Like, yeah, even if Justin Marks, he's probably funding his own way there. 
or maybe one of the cup sponsors, the track house sponsors is like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Let's throw. I think it's, I think it's jockey. Okay. Then, I mean, yeah, but okay. So call Wait, it's a it's the colleague car, right? I mean, basically, yeah. he's got he's but got he AJ Allmendinger's car from Sonoma. Yeah, but it didn't I mean, get beat up. Didn't get. But he ain't AJ Allmendinger. He is no. not even. Yeah, he'd no. be in the Cup Series if he were, or yeah. at least a he. Well, he's richer I, than all of them, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't. I, what about like Miguel Paluto? He pops up in the JRM car every other road course race, and he either wrecks or races like shit, and he's twenty yeah, to he's one. Never. He never does anything. What's the point? Yeah, and he's, yeah, he's like he has more odds than Josh Berry. Yeah, he. So does Justin Marks. So <laughs> Which why? Is just crazy. why not? Why not just bet Josh Berry? If that's, that's had some <laughs> top fives on road courses, that's what it goes exactly. back to. Let's yeah. do it. I'm in. Yeah, like, I'm in. Just, it makes no sense to me. Um, I'm down for Berry. I, I think my personal opinion it's going to be Algar, Creed, and Custer out front. Uh, they'll probably be the three fastest. Mayor and Berry. I got Mayor right behind him. And then Austin Hill, and then I have Barry. Can you, Austin can you, Hill would be kind of a one, but what are his odds? They're fourteen. About, yeah, 15? I mean nothing I mean. won't come. Josh Barry's twenty five. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. That's a big number. All right, Zach, I want I want to pick your brain about Sheldon Creed here. So from the eye test, and that's the only thing that I'm that I have in my head right now. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I pretty, yeah. He he led a, a, a bunch of laps at Coda, and he led a bunch of laps at Portland. But did he really have the best car? Like did, your model, is, is this a model thing? Is this an eye test thing? Is this a? It's a he's tied for first in my model with Algar. Damn. Uh, and I would say that's based. So for Xfinity, my model's a little different because you know you don't have the same cop. You basically have the same thirty-six guys every week. So you can you can trust a lot of the data uh, over here. You guys, you got guys moving around. So I, I put driver rating in there. Um, he has a good uh, 106 at Coda this year, 135 at Portland, 86 at Sonoma. Um, he uh, was third in speed at Coda, my personal speed, second in Portland and my personal speed. Um, I do a hot laps. Uh, it's not really it's all laps under a certain number. Uh, he had uh, tied for first at Coda with that, and he was in second at Portland. Um, he just wasn't good at Sonoma, but his numbers are there at the other two road courses this year. Interesting. Okay, I don't love the six to one number. I can tell you that. No, I no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't bet it. It's it's like when I, when I ran the model, I'm like, yeah, he's gonna be twenty to one. I'm definitely gonna bet that. And then the odds came out six to one. I'm like, all right, never mind. So like, <laughs> he's too much of a dipshit to bet some damn six to one. I mean, it was almost like him earlier this year at Darlington. Yeah, he had an awesome car last year. Do I want any of that at the number that he was at Darlington? Hell no. Like. Mm. Just I don't know. He just always finds some some trouble. If it's not him, he finds it. I don't. Nah. Yeah, nah, I mean, twenty to one. I would probably put a little bit out there, but not at six to one. He's how about old uh, Kligerman? He said he was going to jump in the fountain if he wins, and you know, he's at a pretty low number, twelve to one. But he was one bad dive bomb away from having a chance to win at Portland, and he's a self-proclaimed road course ringer. So he's seventh on my model. Um, my biggest part problem always with Parker is 
the teams he drive for uh, don't have the best pickers. And it's like a staggering difference. Like, I'm not saying it's just like he can't compete with Algar and Creed's pickers or Custard's. So that's a fact for sure. Yeah. Good so point. Now, here's what I'll say you like Parker. We got a, a, a road course race coming up where there's no pit stops. There's no live pit stops. Um, so, same place he won trucks at last year. Yeah. I don't know. Some guy won like 5,000 on that, I heard. Is Xfinity, <laughs> is Xfinity Xfinity's going to Mid-Ohio in a few weeks? Well, they're going – Xfinity's going to Road America, and they're without cops, so they won't have – Oh, whoa. They won't have pickers, and then the trucks at Mid-Ohio, and so they won't have pickers. So That's when right. those races come, I like to look for – you know. Does Xfinity run Mid-Ohio too? I know no, that. I don't think so. No, no they're yeah. doing Road America. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Definitely. So I like, you know, that's where I'll take a chance on Parker, uh, Alex not LeBay. This week, yeah, not right. this week, though. The LeBay is interesting. Yeah, Josh Williams or whatever that team is. Um, he just he, he's he qualifies well. He'll finish in the top 10, but that's just about all we can get. Out of yeah, him. but, you but don't the non pit stops—that's an interesting t- conversation. Also, if Caesars offers, uh, you know, top Chevrolet, Ford, and Toyota in the in these lower series at road courses, um, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. That's I'm keeping a close eye on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking now. I don't see it, but all right boys i thought that was a good conversation about xfinity i I think uh josh barry it is he's sitting at plus 275 for a top five on caesars and i think six to one for a top three on barstool yeah six to one on caesars as well so you guys have convinced me uh to bet josh barry i have bet outright josh barry i got him at 22 unfortunately but uh i'm all down for that all right um let's move to the cup outright board so we got the usual suspects at the top of the board. Uh, Chase Elliott, though, however, hasn't done fucking shit against fuck since he came back from broken his leg. And uh, Mickey Mouse tinfoil hat NASCAR, the books decided to put him as six to one favorite. Uh, even if I think NASCAR is rigged and Mickey Mouse is going to win, I'm not betting that number. Mickey been top ten and he's picking up. Dude, yeah, if, top five, top last, five week. last week. I mean, if NASCAR's rigged, Bubba wins this weekend. Oh, see, good point because McDonald's in the Jordan in car, McDonald's Jordan. Jordan in Chicago, uh, yeah, number twenty-three. Right. But he like, sucks so bad on road courses, dude. Like he's yeah. bad. But if bad, we get a shit bad. show, shit well. show. That's what I'm saying. Live betting, man. Live betting will be where it's at this week. Bubba's a hundred to one right now. <laughs> exactly. See, Shit. dude, he could be two hundred to one live. I exactly. Mean, <laughs> oh man. So uh, yeah, we got Reddick, which I think is warranted seven to one. Larson eight to one, which we haven't seen Larson eight to one on a road course in an extremely long time. So that something to think about. Truex, just because he won at Sonoma, he's eight to one, which his teammate Hamlin is what 25 to one i I mean led 33 laps set on the pole and if he didn't wreck himself he would have finished in the top three top five explain that to me i mean how the fuck are they going to put truex at eight and hamlin three times that 
I don't like Hamlin this week. What? Yeah, I don't like Hamlin this week. No? Uh-uh. Shit. He just, I got him top 10 for plus 130. I mean, that might be fine. I, yeah. I, mean, uh, I just meant to win. I know. We were talking about outright. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, talking about yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, my, uh, so running the model for the cup series, uh, it has like five guys real tight at the top. Uh, Byron, Truex, Elliot, Almendinger, Reddick. Um, so they're all, um, real, I mean, it's real close and they're, you know, even the way their odds are, they're all kind of right there except for Byron. Uh, so he opened at seventeen to one, and I quickly jumped on that. So, dude, fifth—that's uh, a cool, big number. I'm getting him at fifteen to one on my local. While Rory was twiddle dicking around before we started recording, Zach and I were talking, and I laid Byron. So I lied. I have two bets out right now. The other one is also in your top five that are really tight, and that's Almondinger, and I jumped on him at thirteen to one. Uh, I know the 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 we haven't burned the books necessarily with Almondinger, but God, he's so good on road courses. Like he's gonna be in the top three. He's gonna be top three, or he's gonna wreck, or he's gonna have a problem. Like there, they've there's, actually there's no in between. A lot better overall here recently too. I think. I mean, he had a good run at Gateway and, and Nashville, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and Nashville. So I think. He went through a spell last year. He was like six weeks in a row, I think, top tens on outside of road course tracks. So maybe maybe they're getting something together again like they did last season and going to a street course that he's basically one of the only people in the field that has any experience on street courses. I mean, granted, it's an IndyCar, you know, or whatever, but I think that kind of benefits a guy like him here where you – have to be patient, be able to roll the corners and not get back on the gas too hard. I heard one time, I think it was either last year, I think it was last year, AJ Allmendinger said in an interview that like places like Martinsville and anywhere with like a hairpin turn or like slam on the brakes benefits road course racers because they, they have to slam on the brakes and then roll the corner in such a technical way. It's not like you can just let off the gas. Like Rory likes to say with Bubba, like let off the gas a little bit and then get right back into the gas. Like this is completely opposite. And I think that this is a great opportunity for AJ Allmendinger to show how good he truly is on road courses. But, Zach, let's talk about Byron a little more. So he's he's up in your model, and I said earlier that he's the number one total speed ranking in NASCAR on, on all tracks, every race that we've been to. Talk to me a little bit more about, about my Byron 15-to-1 bet. So uh, in my speed rankings, uh, he has one, two, three, four, nine races this season in the top three of speed rankings. Oof. Um, he and then he has a fourth also. So what about he, road courses? He was second at Coda, thirteenth at Sonoma. Yeah, but that I, Coda I, car was really good. I think this tracks more Coda than Sonoma. Well, we at Coda we've got the the long, long straights, straights and the hammer the brakes absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, uh, where Sonoma's more. You know, feathering on on and off throttle. I mean, it does have two hairpins, but they're not as you, you don't have a long a long as straightaways. Correct. So they can't right. get going as fast. 
So do you are are, are you going to single out any any road course tracks over the last couple of years, or, or I mean, is there any sense in looking at a place like Coda or Indy Road or Watkins Glen, places that have some high speed areas, or is 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 it road course as a whole for you? I just did road course as a whole, and I um, factored the races this season more than last season. Okay. Just I like because I, I like, you know, what have you done for me lately? Damn right. I, I feel like I say that too often, but also at the same time, like the reason why I say that and I like that is because these teams hit on things. Like these teams, these engineers, these crew chiefs, these drivers, they pick up things. And especially in this next-gen car where everything is so tight together, these guys that hit on things – they're, they're going to be good for a few weeks, maybe a few months at a time. You know, we haven't seen Byron fall off the cliff yet. He's just about the only driver that hasn't had a bad race this year. I think um, with Ryan at iFantasy Race, his with his total speed rankings, the lowest that he's got is 14th, which is just, I mean, a, wild to me that Byron hasn't had. He literally has not had a bad race yet. Um, yeah. And, and you want to go ahead. You want to talk about someone getting hot? Here's uh, my speed rankings. Let's see if you can guess who it is. Okay. Last last six races, fifth, second, fourth, fourth, first, first. Martin Truex Jr. Gotta that be. That is that is correct. Yeah, I gotta mean, be. He is on fire. So I'd say NASCAR is rigged next week. Chase Elliott, Atlanta. Yeah, there you go. All right, so what? Let's talk about Truex. So he's eight to one. Uh, he just came off a dub at Sonoma. Does it entice you this this week at all, betting Truex eight to one? Uh, not yet. I want to see a, some laps, just because uh, like it's a street course, and like I feel like guys that put work in in a simulation more will have more of a chance this weekend to getting adapted quicker. Where I think Truex is, isn't one of those guys. Personal right. opinion. That yeah. like the the model says he's the second best, but my personal opinion, I think he like he probably looks at this race like oh, I'm just gonna finish it and get the hell out of here. <laughs> what do you all right? What do you think about practice? We, we, can we can we put our eggs in that basket? I mean, with the threat of rain, uh, like when the model spits out. You said last week at Nashville that you didn't trust your model after practice and you didn't bet it. it if the model spits out. Uh, let's just pick three random drivers. Byron, well, you already got Byron. Truex, one. Larson, two. Uh, Kyle Busch, three. Like, did, did, are you going to take that into account, or do you still do you, do you want to see actual laps in the race? Um, if, if someone comes out flying and practice and has it, I'm going to get, get them on, on them quick. Um, that... That's basically where I'm at right now is just I took Byron solely based on the number and the model loves him. Um, I'm going to wait and see practice if someone comes out and has. I just feel like in cups, someone's going to have it. Someone's mm-hmm. going to come out there and just kick everyone's ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at like least, it. you know, be a half second faster after a couple laps. It's going to happen. Gibbs, it's gonna happen. <clears throat> him and Gibbs apparently have spent a lot of time in the simulator here and yeah. One thing I thought was kind of a little um, concerning about Hamlin is, is I don't think he made it through the fourth fucking turn through an hour and a half on yeah. his first time on this place. That's what he said on the his podcast, that he yeah. made it through Jesus. turn four in an hour and a half end. 
What about <laughs> what do you guys? What do you guys think about that uh, SVG guy? I'm not even gonna try. And Ginsbergen, I know yeah. that he is an absolute legend in Australia. Like apps, like he is the fucking guy in Australia. I wish like he has an okay number on Fanduel. I think it's fifty five. But like he's like thirty five, and at the other, it's like forty on, on bars. I'm out. Yeah. I'm totally out. It's like Kimi Räikkönen. This is the same thing. Like maybe worse than Kimi Räikkönen. Like this. This is the Justin Marks conversation at Xfinity. This is the I'm out on the Shane Van Ginsburg. If I can get me a a matchup, like if the locals decide to give me like Suarez or maybe even Stenhouse or, I mean, with Blaney being priced so bad this week, I'd even think about taking a Blaney ticket over Ginsburg and I'm full fade SVG this week. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know what to think about him. Obviously he's not going to have a good pick crew. So like he's, not, I'm not talking a, a win. I'm saying maybe a top 10, sure. Sure. but um, the, 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 just the number is not, the yeah, the number is terrible. It, he should be like a hundred to one. I think so. Yeah, I think, and then people might bet them. Like at least burn their it, money. <laughs> well, like open it at a hundred and then let it get bet down. Like they open stuff at like forty and let it get bet down to twenty, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. All right, um, Rory, go ahead, Zach. You got something else? Uh, no, no, I'll save it. I got it for later for my uh, shit box. Rory, you got any um, outrights? I know you've. I know you like a little something on the NASCAR betting preview show. You like anything else? Uh, I kind of want to wait and see. I mean, Dinger, I call, I said Dinger was going to win this race earlier this year. So, I mean, if I had to choose coming in, it would be Dinger. I, I feel like he is somebody that can make it to the final stage and is going to be fast and give himself a shot. And he's also one, if he, if he gets out front, he could be that guy that just dominates this race. And if it stays caution free somehow, I yeah. I, I don't see anybody touching touching. This might be it. the first time that we've aligned on an outright in a long, long time, buddy. So <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm all in on Dinger this week. <laughs> all right, boys. Hell yeah. Let's uh, we're going to go to grid rival and then we'll go for shit boxes, one in Xfinity and one in cup. And then we'll wrap this shindig up because your boys got to edit and your boys going to Parker McCollum tomorrow night. All right. Oh, of course, grid rival uh, logged me out. Let me get back in this rig. Some uh, definitely some interesting, uh, interesting matchups this week. It's I think a crazy I- ass story on Jimmy's. Dude, God, that's, that's just I have no words, man. That's just crazy. Just crazy, like. And then God when bless I him. find out what happened, and I'm like, "Holy shit, it's the mom!" Yeah, like, if you guys poof. haven't, yeah, if you guys haven't looked into that, go read the article that was put out. It's 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 pretty wild. So. Yeah, that was some crazy. Yeah, so Jimmy Jimmy is in one of the the matchups versus uh, SVG Shane Shane Van Gisbergen. Uh, so that'll be that'll be axed, that'll be pushed, which is unfortunate so, for us trying to make up ground. But if if it wasn't pushed, would you take SVG? Oh, see, because Jimmy's been come so on, bad. you got to take SVG in that I, one. I, I yeah, okay. yes, I, I think yes. What I is think he I driving have, in? Ninety one. The ninety one. The track house. house. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got. I mean, it's yeah. just it's legacy's terrible. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Jimmy they got was their just there pulled. just to be there. 
Yeah, exactly. He's there because Carvana is writing him a big check too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, exactly. He's the he's wheeling and dealing to get sponsorships, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Hey, how about you throw go in a couple races this year?" Yeah. So uh, it sucks for us in the grid rival rankings, uh, not having the potential to go five for five. That really sucks because. Um, I got delaying, dude. Fast. Delaying coin entry. Hold on. We're in. I mean, fucking load. We're in 88th in the season and 46th in stage three. So we're not like that far out. We were like 90 something, and uh, we're now we're 46th. So uh, we got something going in the right direction. So I think I'm in like 80 something. It dude, just, there's a. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough to catch these guys at the top, dude. They're fucking wiped out. Yeah. yeah, we do need a couple sweeps. All right, so, Zach, the way we do this, um, you're the tiebreaker between me and Rory. The or we'll, Yeah, we'll we'll rotate um, who goes first to talk about this, or at least I'll try to do that. Sometimes I'll be the moderator. Sometimes Rory will be the moderator. Um, we kind of just do the first two guys, choose who they want, and then if they're, if they're split, whoever the third guy goes with, that's what the land coin entry is. Um, if we're all three on one side, that's obviously Hell what as good as Whitney is. She's out here right now. We'll just mm-hmm. let her pick all of them. Shit, bring her on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, first matchup is uh, Ross Chastain versus Austin Cendrick. And this is one of the ones that I thought was going to be pretty lopsided. I mean, Austin Cendrick is a road course guy. He's did sports cars. He's done the IMSA shit. He's, he's, run well even when he did the penske 33 car he led a bunch of laps until the car broke at road america but i am so far fading the two car at like i don't care what track we go to i don't even care if it's super speedway i am fading the shit out of that two car so i'm I'm I've never been i've never been impressed with him a whole hell of a lot I know he won an Xfinity Series championship and won the Daytona 500 last year, but him to me is, I just, I don't know, I think he's there because his dad's Tim Sendrick and works for mm-hmm. Penske. Same okay. with Custer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah. I, I would be on Ross also, and uh, just for my ratings, it would be six for Ross and Sendrick's 21st. So, so. is there any chance... I mean, is there any thought that we say we got to go against the public here and take Cedric? I mean, or is it that lopsided? To me, it's that lopsided. I, I think, think it is too. When you look at the uh, the the next ones, like you're going to have plenty of opportunities. I, I think the next ones are all going to be like fifty fifty. Okay. All right. I I like it. So we're all on Ross here. I think it's pretty easy. Yeah. All right. On Ross. Next one. AJ Almondinger Ringer. First, me amigo Danny Suarez. Rory, I'm going to let you kick us off here. I'm going with Dinger. Like, if I got to take this matchup, I mean, not saying I don't think Suarez is going to be good. Do to do. We have 90, and we're in 88th. Woo. Hey. All right. right well, uh, yeah, we got to. Uh, we got to get some sweeps going. We got to we got to do some. We got to go against the against the grain here. So all right, we're going Redick. Um, next one's pretty difficult too, in my opinion. Truex and Larson and 
Uh, once again, like I said, with Chase and Reddick, I'm probably going to flip a coin. So I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. I mean, Rory, are, are we going back to the Larson train? Uh, oh, no, or, this is going to be Whitney's pick. Who, oh, let's go. You, Give her the headset. Give her the headset. Week. Larson against Truex. Truex. All right. We got one for Truex. Zach, you got any intellectual thoughts on this? <laughs> We're going to go two for Turex. He's uh, two in the model, and I got Larson down in 12th. Damn. Yeah, Larson, road courses last two years, ninth total speed ranking from what I'm looking at. That ain't too good. I mean, he's got you know really good run at Road America, but damn, dude, he doesn't have speed ranking worth a shit on road courses the last couple of years. That's I crazy. think Watkins Glen, Watkins Glen and, and probably the Roval – are his two best opportunities, I think. I have him 23rd at Coda and 12th at Sonoma. So. Ew, that's gross. Yeah. All right, so does Toyota being so fucking bad uh, the last few years on road courses, does that, like, scare you at all? Or, like, what have you done for me lately? Truex has been arguably the best car in the Cup Series. Yeah, and I think – where do you think the public is on that? You think they're more Larson or Truex? They're – well, Truex just won, Truex but Larson Larson has the narrative though, the road course yeah. narrative. Like he's him and Chase, they're the guys, and Reddick. Like those are the three guys. Like the odds board have those three up there. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, this might be a tough one. For I don't public. expect a whole lot from Larson this week, so I probably win. <laughs> <laughs> oh for man. Truex. Yeah, I think I'll get Truex. I think Truex is the safer play here. I think Larson has more capability of something happening. And this ain't a place if something happens, it's going to be hard as hell to get back through the field. Yeah, it's not like it's not like he can pick his way. We're not at Watkins Glen where you can pass yeah. five guys on one lap, right? So. All right. Um shit. Oh, sorry. I was I was making some other entries for Grid Rival cuz I got I got five entries, but all right. So we're all, we aligned on uh, a good number of these. So yeah. let's, uh, I think we might've aligned on all of them actually. Well, I, I didn't really have an opinion on a couple of them, but that's besides the point. All right. <laughs> let's uh, shift gears back to Xfinity and let's give out a couple shit boxes. And so uh, we've already talked about the odds board. We've already talked about Josh Berry a bunch, but, I'm going with John Hunter Nematruck for a top three at plus 285 Barstool. There, there might be a better line floating around out there. If you can get three to one, that sounds real juicy. Um, I don't have any numbers to back it up. I got the eye test to look at it. Uh, and he could have, should have won Portland if he didn't get fucked. And he's been the, the class of the field in the Xfinity series this year, in my opinion. And I think that him having a double-digit outright number is quite frankly ridiculous. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm taking him top three at plus 285. So best card in the field. That's why I'm taking it. Rory, are you ready? I think <clears throat> Zach's ready. I'm good. I, go, uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to roll with the Josh Berry uh, top five plus 700. Yeah. Or no, top three plus 700 at DraftKings. Yeah, uh, I just think he'll survive. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a cluster, and 
I just the the odds. I mean, Justin Marks has better odds than him. Paluto, Mozak, like really? Come on, <laughs> Connor Mozak. <laughs> Connor Mozak's fourteen to one, and he's four to, four to one for a top three. Like, come on. All right, here that is I the got... funniest shit I've ever heard. Like, I think he's in a Joe Gibbs car this week, but again, like. He's had opportunities. He hasn't really capitalized. Yeah, he was at Portland last year. I know it was raining, yeah. but it, it yeah. went shit. Yeah. If you're a road course specialist, you should probably go, be good in the rain. Well, you, yeah, you probably should. Sounds like a guy that... And who won it? Dinger. AJ, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds like a guy that's bitter about betting on him because it was raining and thought he might be good. (laughs) (laughs) I've bet. Listen, I've found myself betting Connor Mosak on road courses before. You're not the only one. Oh, and then it's raining. Oh, okay, cool. And then he was like terrible. I'm like, yeah, it's like, oh, this sounds better. Actually. I like my bet better now. No, Mm -hmm. like dummies over here. All right. What you got roars? Um, I liked what I seen out of Hemrick last week. Whoa, pretty and good practice speed at Portland, huh? And, and he's uh, been pretty damn decent on road courses before in the past. And get him on a top five at plus 375. I mean, I think he's capable of doing that here at this place. I mean, we might see something like Nashville last week where the seems like some of the best cars were wrecked out before the first stage was even over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't well, know. I think, it's, sure. I think it's worth a little little sprinkle at plus 375 on on a guy that has the capability to even win on a road course. I mean, he it's probably one of his better suited places that he runs at his road courses. And why not? I, I, I think Colleague has actually uh, been looking pretty damn good here the last five races or so i'd say so and if i remember correctly hemrick had top three times in practice at portland yeah and was mm-hmm. running in the maybe top six seven eight when this car caught on fire yeah um, so i don't mind that i, I kind of wish his top five number was a little deeper that kind of now this is just off of one i haven't looked everywhere could yeah, I think if you could find a four and a half, five, or five. Yeah, five yeah. would be better, like way better. I'm just going yeah, off of I, I pulled a book up looking at it. I mean, he finished sixth at, at Coda. Um, Portland, like you said, till the car caught on fire, he, he was running good. So no cup guys in this race, top yep. five. I mean, I think it's worth a shot. Now, I haven't about- looked in any groups or something – Maybe that could sway me. How about this? Matchup. John Hunter versus Parker Kligerman. Now, John Hunter's minus 125, and I am not in the business this week of taking minus money before practicing qualifying. At least I got to see some laps to even consider taking minus money on a bet this weekend. But, and realistically, this... Well, Parker could have some pretty good practice time, so maybe this this number won't be unbettable. But that's a sticky situation betting minus money at you know this point in the week. So I'll probably stay away. But I do, I do have a lean on John Hunter over Parker. Pull that up on Barstool. All right, uh, so I'm going uh, John Hunter top three. Roars is going Hemrick top five, and Zach is going Barry top three seven to one. Yes. All right, I like that Barry. I I, I bet him. I, I sprinkle a little coin on uh on that outright number when we were he, talking about it earlier. Uh, 
I don't think he's going to be fast, but he'll survive. Survival. I mean, I think that's yeah. the name of the game this week. All right. Let's turn our heads to Cup. And uh, Zach, you want to go first? Yes. Uh, I found so I found a group where you can get my eighth-rated driver against uh, 16, 21, and 22. And it's one guy against three teammates. I'm going to go with Daniel Suarez against all three Penske cars. Whoa. Plus 330 Group D on DraftKings. Whoa, 330? Yeah. He's Holy the, uh, shit. He's only going to beat three guys. And they're all on the same team. So. And the Fords could suck ass just like they have been. Uh-huh. They're all terrible at Sonoma. Uh, I, I really like that one. Whoa. And I'd like to give a hat tip to uh, let me NASCAR Probabilities on Twitter. Because yep. he, he posted that first, and I saw it, and I'm like, that can't be real. And then I went and bet it right away. It's fucking real. Damn. Yep. It's okay. not. It's gone. It's not there anymore. So, Like the number's not there or the whole group? The whole group. Duh, there it goes. <laughs> Dude, that 330, sucks. that's a crazy number. Yeah. and it, It's a crazy number. Against all three plants. What group? They were shit. What group is that? It it's was out, D. It's, it's gone. Yeah, it was D. Yeah. Damn. I was because I was looking just now. I was like, I don't see it any anymore. Yeah, <laughs> up on there. They must have took it down. Yeah, they got smart. They took enough money. They took as much money as they could. <laughs> they said, "Yep, oh, we're out." Yeah. Like, All right. Well, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Mikey Mack this week, and I feel like it's kind of like a. a What's the right word? Like public play, because like McDowell has been so good. Same with Busher. Like they've been so good on road courses. Maybe not so good, but they've been out running their equipment. I mean, Busher with seven straight top tens. Um, McDowell last two years, all road courses, third in average finish, third in average running position, third in total speed ranking. I mean, the books have him at twenty five to one, twenty eight to one, something like that. I love his top five. At plus three fifty, and his top ten. I wish it was like a little over even money, but it's minus one ten. There might be a even money or plus one ten out there. If there is a plus one ten out there, I'd probably change this bet to Michael McDowell top ten at plus one ten. But uh, best I could find was minus one twelve. So uh, I like Mike Mack top five at three and a half to one, and uh, he's a veteran. And he hasn't always been a good road course racer, I feel like. But Blake Harris came into that organization, and and ever since he came in, dude's been lights out on road courses. And um, and we saw Bowman, Blake Smith's – is it Blake Smith? Is that his name? Harris. Blake Harris. It's Harris. Yeah, it's my own fucking last name, and I don't even know his name. <laughs> now he's with the 48 car, and we saw how fast he was at Coda. Sonoma, he was donkey doo-doo, but he was pretty McDowell. fast at Coda. McDowell at Sonoma, I have him as number two overall speed. Whoa. And that's like, I do like an adjusted speed, you know? It's just not the yeah, last. Non-loop. Yeah, non-loop. Non-NASCAR. <laughs> uh, you know, like Danny loves them passing stats. I love NASCAR loop data as much as that. <laughs> that's a good analogy. <laughs> like uh -huh. Yeah, so I'm going on Mike Mack. I mean, top three is 7-1, to 750. Top five, 350. Top 10, I wish it was, you know even or plus money but yeah mike mack for me shipbox this week roars what you got kid 
Oh, man. It's a toss-up right here. I'm going to go with Bowman the Showman in Group D on 365 against Blaney, Harvick, and Logano, plus 300. Damn. So you're you're trading Cendric for Harvick. How does that make you feel? And you're taking Bowman instead of Suarez. It's uh, it's not much different. Uh, Bowman's twelve, so you're going from eight to twelve. And uh, who was Harvick replacing? Cendric. Uh, they're right next to each other. They're actually tied at twenty-one. So Harvick, I feel like his finishes have been a hell of a lot better than the actual speed he's had on road courses. Cause mm. I mean, I faded the shit out of him at Coda when Jordan Taylor was in the car and he's practiced high twenties, like 28 started like 27th. And it was just, I mean, he was out to lunch and then he, I think he finished like 12th at Coda yeah. like just out of nowhere. So I feel like his finishes have been better, but um, yeah, the four, just the Fords in general on, on road courses have been asked. Yeah. This year. I have him 14th at Coda and 18th at Sonoma. Um, he 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 does always finish better than the car he has. I mean, that's I feel like that's the story is. of his career, right? Oh yeah, I mean, and that's just that's what he, he maybe maybe we should bet him because that dude always survives and he's always there at the end. That's fair. I just put my odds away because I was about to wrap this. Yeah, shit up. I don't even know what he is. I wouldn't even look because it's like. 35 on Barstool. Yeah, but he should be like 50 or 60. Based on speed, right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. He's five points away from SVG, dude. Give me a break. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's just... They get a little crazy. What about Briscoe? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I was about to say, if you didn't start laughing, I was going to start laughing. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. 29th on speed in the, in the model. 29th in the model. Hell, he can't even not reckon after the races. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I my largest wager last week was Stenhouse over Briscoe. And, dude, the 14 car, I, there are no words to describe how bad that car was last week. He Bro. The 51 was passing him. The 15 passed him. He was on the same lap as BJ or the 78 car. I think it was Balicki for a while. I mean, like the whole first stage, they were on the same lap. So, so is uh, Priest and uh, Almirola were back there too, like dude. Was, and Almirola's like, speed ranking on road courses have like been almost worse than the Cup Series. What do you have, Matt? I have. He's 32nd. Yes, dude. He's just saying. like. They're just, they're terrible. I don't, it's so weird. Like what's going on over there that they're like, so the thing I watch when I watch a lot of times, it has the top 25 on one side and the other guys on the other side. And I call them the other guys. Cause we're never going to fucking bet those guys. But like I looked over there this week and it was the front row cars, the Stuart Haas cars minus Harvick. And like, JJ Yaley was the rest of, of the shit boxes. <laughs> yeah. And like the, uh, the 43 and the 42. I'll tell you one that I found just now, just scrolling on groups on Caesar. And it's Justin Haley plus 380 against Bubba, Austin Dillon, Ricky Spinhouse, and Eric Jones. Okay. I like Justin Haley in a group, but not that one. 
There's, there's one in there I didn't like. Someone else. But I think Baba would beat him, probably. What? Yeah. He's in you, the Jordan car. You like it's the Jordan car in Chicago. Okay, so we're taking a hat in this. But it's, no, it's just like, they're so, okay, so like, Baba's 25, Haley's 28, uh, Eric Jones is 33. They're, it gets so tight in that area, like, it's just, you know, I, I would stay away and from them. And the difference, I mean, would any of us be shocked if Justin Haley had the 30th best car? No. No. So, I, I see what you're saying. I So, I actually liked... Justin Haley in Group H on Caesars, which everybody was the same odds, which I thought was quite interesting. Everybody's plus two forty, and it's everybody you just mentioned minus I, Austin I'm Dillon. Looking at that right, isn't now, that crazy? Yeah. So it's Haley, Priest, Jones, and Bubba Wallace, and Jones dead to me on road courses. Absolutely fucking terrible. Ryan Priest, he's he's had like top twenty cars. Um, the, the, what, Zach, what do you have? I'm looking at Ryan. Is there Arcana any the kind of strategy yeah. in this race, like as far as like short pitting? Probably. Take, not. I mean, according to Larry Mack, he said that it's going to be a traditional strategy from the from run the race backwards, and they're going to pit like around lap 20 and around lap 60, and that's going to be it because yeah, they can go be no 40 laps wear. on fuel. So, okay. I would say on that same matchup is just Bubba. He just has a better car. I mean, he might not be the better drivers, but I, I see Bubba top twenty, where those the other guys you're talking about are like twenty fifth. You know? And to your defense, Bubba's car at Coda before he barreled it on in there in one of those turns and wrecked actually was running pretty decent. If I remember, he's like top fifteen, top twelve maybe um, at Coda earlier this year, and then he fucked it, of course. But yeah. I mean, he was terrible at uh, Sonoma, too. So, But yeah. Reddick had, like, it was a weird. Sonoma was weird. Like, half the Toyotas were great, and then the other half were a lap down. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because Reddick didn't have his best stuff, that's for sure. But, nah. but fucking Truex sure did. Truex and Hamlin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. You got anything else? I'm ready, about ready to wrap this show shindig up and uh, just sit back and relax and let the chaos ensue, I guess. Sounds like the plan, man. Yes, yeah. sir. Roars. I'm good. What's up, buddy? I believe. I believe. I do declare. Well, we got the we got the Stu's wine parlay. That's uh Ricky Fowler and Dinger. What's Ricky's number at? Twelve? Fourteen to I think. Might be a little better somewhere else. I can't remember, but it ends up being like 165 to 1, I think. Something like that. Worth a little sprinkle. It's a big number together. Rory's just, I mean, uh, Ricky's just come out of nowhere, huh? He had, when I got back to. Let's see those nuts, Ricky. When I got back to looking at the way he's been playing this whole entire year, he's like a dude that all it's going to take is just. He's hitting it good, just needs to make a few more putts. And this is kind of a non-pressure, more type event that I think suits him. So, let's go Ricky. Whoa, Zach. Uh, Caesars odds boost. There's, it's a $100 max bet, which sucks. But will he be 17 to 1? You can still get him if he yeah. guys out there. Yeah, I hit that too. <laughs> yeah. Because they only let me get 100 on that. 
Yep, still, yeah, they, which kind of stinks, but I mean, they're giving us better odds, so I understand. Yeah, why. I would take it. Yeah, no, I'm, well, fuck, I'm down in Florida. I can't bet it. Shit. Anyway. All right, boys. I appreciate you guys. Uh, hold on to your wallets this weekend. Keep them close to the chest. Just, uh, that's my only, that's my last words of advice. Just, I don't want to, the last thing I want to do is be sitting here going, fuck, we bet actual dollars. These next two weeks. (laughs) And then we got Indy Road next month and we got the Daytona coming up. Anyway. All right, boys. Sayonara. Beer don't. Have a good one. Beer don't.